This message is presented to you by Pastor David Lambert and Exceed Life Church in Virginia Beach, Virginia. For more information, visit ExceedLifeChurch.org. The title of my sermon today is Keys to Moving Forward or Moving Forward in God. Amen? And I'm going to say this, that God doesn't want any of you stuck. Amen? God doesn't want us in a, in, in, a, in a holding pattern, per se. God wants us moving forward. And I believe that's what, you know, we are doing and what we've just completed our 21 days of fasting and prayer. And I'm believing that, that God's going to reward each one of you that had participated in that. And uh, we may not immediately see those rewards, but I believe we will see them soon enough. Do you believe that today? Yeah. And so God, it, God really wants, and I believe through this fast it, and prayer, it can launch us to move forward in God. God wants us moving forward in every area of our lives, and he doesn't want us being stuck. I like the Apostle Paul in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. He says, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended it, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward, somebody say reaching forward, towards those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So uh, Paul, you know, his whole goal was to serve God, was to glorify God. It, it was everything to him was to to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. He, 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 he said that he hadn't attained it, but he was reaching forth. And I'm going to say this, we haven't attained it yet, but we need to keep reaching forth. And, and we need to keep pressing in. Somebody say reach forth. Somebody say press in. And, and, we do, and we're pressing in for that, for that prize of the upward call of God in us. So I'm going to give you some keys this morning in moving forward because... I don't think anybody wants to, I don't know about you, but I don't want to stay the same in my walk with God. I I mean, because I haven't arrived. There's still areas in my life. Are there any areas in your life where you could possibly grow in? I I hope that that you would say yes. It's affirmative yes, that that, that you haven't arrived yet, that, that, that you're still growing, glory to God. And to keep moving forward, you gotta, you gotta either have a vision or get a vision from God. I talked about this in my first, se- first session this month of getting a vision. And, and I really believe that, that, that the poorest person is not the person that doesn't have money, it's the person that has no vision. You're poor not because of your monetary status in life, you're poor because you have no vi- if you have no vision. Then, then that makes you poverty stricken. Can I get a witness in the house today? And, and you got to get, look at your neighbor and say, get a vision. There was a movie called Pretty Woman. Anybody ever seen that movie, Pretty Woman? And at the very beginning, I think the guy said, Some, you, you got to get a dream. There was somebody that was on the street corner, got to get a dream. And, uh, and, uh, and her dream, it was like a Cinderella story. Her dream came true. She married a wealthy man. Amen. But uh, the bottom line is, is that, that we got to get a vision from God. In Proverbs 29, 18, it says, Where there's no vision, the people perish. But, but happy is he that keeps the law, or happy is he that, that runs on the word of God. Amen? 
And then we know that, that writing down what you're believing God to do, and hopefully you're writing down fresh and new goals every year of what you want God to do in your life. You know, I, I really believe you should have relationship goals. You, you should have a, a goal to get closer to God. Amen. Amen. You, you should have a, a goal to get closer to your family. You, you should have a relationship. You should, you should have a, a, a goal to walk in more health this year. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, just to, you, we need to be pushing in and believing God. By Jesus stripes, we are healed. We want to believe God for healing and, and taking care of our bodies. And, and, and I believe that that 21-day fast of, of, of cutting out all the, the terrible stuff that we normally eat, it's going to help launch us into a healthier lifestyle. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I could, I could use a little bit more health in my life. Amen. And then, and then we should have financial goals. What, Pastor? You shouldn't be talking about money in church. Well, you know, you got, you know, if you don't, you know, two things. You're, if you're broke, you can't do anything to help the body of Christ. And if you're sick, you, it's hard for you to do anything to help the body of Christ. So God wants to bless you. Can, 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 I, can I witness this morning? Just like he said to Abraham, I will bless you and I will make you rich. God made Abraham rich so that Abraham could be a blessing. And so I really believe that you need to be believing God for more. More in 24, for increase. Somebody say increase. And God doesn't want us staying the same. He wants us moving forward, not just for our benefit, but for the benefit of the people around that we can touch. Amen. Because God wants us blessed so we can be a blessing. Amen. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I like being a blessing. And, I, and my goal is to, I want to give millions of dollars into the kingdom of God. That's my goal. I wrote that down when I was 20 years old. I got this book from Zig Ziglar. I don't know if anybody ever heard of Zig Ziglar. He was a motivational speaker. And uh, he went around speaking about motivation and teaching people how to set goals. And, 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 he, and I got this book on how to, and, and to write down like your top goals uh, that you wanted to accomplish in life. And one of them was to give a million dollars into the kingdom. And I haven't done that yet, but I believe I will. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Amen. Amen. And, and, somebody, and, and I'm going to say this, that God can bless you to do the same thing. Amen. Amen. And, so, and so you just keep sowing into the kingdom. If you're going to move forward in God, you must keep that vision alive by writing it down. Number two, if you're going to move forward in God, you must get the greater grace on your life. I've talked about this last week, that humility is the key to the grace of God in our lives. Amen? In James 4, 6, it says, but he gives more grace, therefore it says God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And so, and so humility is the key to seeing God work in our lives. We know that Jesus humbled himself to the cross, but he also humbled himself by going into the wilderness and fasting for 40 days. And he humbled himself and he was tested by the devil. And he humbled himself before the mighty hand of God. And what the Bible says is that when Jesus came through that humbling, where he humbled his soul, the Bible says when you fast, you humble your soul. He humbled himself. And the Bible says in Luke 4, 14 and 15 that Jesus came out 
in the power of the Spirit. And I believe that this year that God's going to amp up His anointing on each one of our lives. Do you believe that today? And you, are you believing God for increase in anointing? You need to. Because it's going to take more than willpower to get the job done. You're going to have to have spirit power. I'm going to say that again. It's not just willpower that's going to get you to the next level. It's spirit power. Can I get a witness in the house today? In Zechariah 4, 6 and 7 it says, So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain, and you shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. So, so here, uh, Zechariah gets his revelation that it's not by our might, it's not by our power. You know, the Bible says that, you know, we, the, the, the horse may be prepared for battle, but God causes the victory. So, so we set things up, but it's God that causes, it's his spirit that causes the victory in our lives. So, so if we're going to move forward, it's going to have to be God moving us forward. Can I get a witness in the house today? And we need to keep moving forward. And, 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 and there's some keys in the Sermon of the Mount that I want to talk to you about that will help us move forward. Jesus, in Matthew 5, verse 1, says, Seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated... His disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. If we're going to move forward in God, you got to see yourself poor in the spirit. And what do I mean by that? You got to see yourself as not having enough of God in your life. You got to see yourself as, in other words, I, I, I said this before, you got to get desperate. You got to get desperate for God. Amen. Can I get a witness in the house? You got to get desperate for his presence. You got to get desperate for a revelation. You got to get desperate. Get, say, say to somebody, get desperate. Amen. Which means you can't do life without God. Amen. And so, it, so he said, blessed is the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of God. We don't have enough God, so we need to keep moving forward to get a revelation of God's love for our life. Then, then, he, then Jesus said, Blessed are those that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Now, I'm going to say this, that fasting and prayer uh, and fasting is a, it's a, it's likened to, be, to mourning your body. Your body is, is, is going into a place where it's, where it's struggling and sad because it's not eating all the donuts. <laughs> Amen. So your body is in a mourning state. And, 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 and also, we should be mourning for the state that we're in if we're not where we need to be in Christ. And we need to be in a place where, where we're mourning because we need to see God move in this generation. We should be mourning over if our children aren't walking with God. We should be mourning over the fact, God, our kids have to serve you. We need to be mourning that our nation uh, is not going in the right direction. We need to be mourning over that and praying and believing that God is going to move. That's going to help us move forward in God. That's what happened to Nehemiah. 
I preached on this and Nehemiah heard that the walls were broken down. And Nehemiah was upset because the, because the Israelites had broken down walls and the walls signifies protection. And, 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 and so Nehemiah mourned and fasted and prayed and God gave him favor with the king. And God caused him to be raised up to be a governor of Israel and he caused revival and built the walls. And I think and I believe that God is raising up. I, I may be going a little high this today. He's raising up some people to build some walls of protection for this nation. Can I get a witness now today? He's raising up you. He's raising up me. He's raising up spiritual giants. Now, you may not see yourself as a spiritual giant. You might say, well, I'm not that much. You know, you know, God came to Moses and said, and Moses messed up his life. Moses killed an Egyptian. Moses ran into the wilderness. Moses was in the wilderness for 40 years because of that mistake he made. He was beating himself up for that. Don't beat yourself up on the mistakes of the past. Let those mistakes go. And, Mo, and God came to Moses through a fiery bush and spoke to Moses and, and told Moses that he wanted him to, 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 to cause the Israelites to be free from the Egyptian bondage. And Moses, you know, started giving excuses. And he started saying, I can't speak well. I can't do this. And God started, and God told him, I, I made your mouth. I know what you can do. I know your abilities. See, that's, that's, see, you can't just rely on your own self. You have to rely on God. And, and God was trying to reveal to Moses, if I'm with you, it doesn't matter who's against you. And then, and then God said, listen, I, 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 your brother uh, Aaron is coming. He can speak well. And I'm going to send a partner, glory to God, to help you with, with setting the Israelites free. And, uh, but, you know, the anointing wasn't on Aaron. It was on Moses because Aaron didn't have the heart. He could speak well, but he didn't have that heart. But Moses had the heart to serve God. We know Aaron helped make that golden calf. You know? And uh, when Moses was up on top of the mountain with God. So Aaron didn't really have the heart. You know, he was more of a people pleaser. And listen, if you're going to move forward in God, you can't be a people pleaser. You got to be a God pleaser. Regardless of what people think. You know, I know people that I witness to. And because they have fear of changing or serving God, they won't, they won't receive Christ. Because they want people to, to celebrate their sinfulness. Listen, sometimes you're going to have to let the sinful people go. Can I get a witness in the house today? Sometimes you're going to have to go to that next level. That's the reason why when God called Abraham out of his family, they were, they were worshiping. They weren't worshiping God. They were idol worshipers. And God called Abraham out of his family into a new land to, to give him a, a, a vision of, of being a father of many nations. And I believe that God is doing the same thing for us. He's raising us up. To, to be greater than we think we are. Amen? And so I love that. So if you're, if you're going to move forward in God, uh, you're going to have to see yourself poor in the Spirit. I like this. Jesus said, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. I love that. So, so meekness means a quality of humility, a quality of kindness, 
you're meek. You're, you're not trying to make things happen in your own power. You, you're allowing God to work things out. You're, 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 in other words, a humble person keeps a good attitude when things aren't going right. If you're going to move forward, you can't be complaining. If you're going to move forward this year, you can't be talking about all the negatives. Well, this negative and that negative and this because of that. You know, you can't be playing the blame game. Amen. If you're going to move forward in God, you're going to, you're going to take some responsibility. Can I get a witness in the house today? You, you, in other words, you respond to his ability. That's responsibility. You're responding to not your ability, but you're responding to his ability in other words, his power to make it work in your life. You know, I couldn't do what I do without God being with me. But I couldn't do what I do without getting in prayer in the secret place. Because I would have nothing up here unless I got in the secret place every day with the Lord. And I got to have more God. I got to have his grace. I got to have his anointing. I got to have more of God in my life. Why? Because I know that I leak. Christians leak. That's why the Bible says be filled and be being filled with the Holy Spirit. We have to continue to be filled. Why? Because we can lose some anointing. We can lose some grace. We can lose uh, the, 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 the peace and the joy uh, in our lives. And I don't want to lose any of it. I want it increasing in my life. I got to have the peace. I got to have the joy increasing in my life, glory to God. So blessed are the meek. The meek are the humble. And it says they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. For theirs they shall be filled. To move forward in God, you must stay hungry for God and press into his righteous standard. In other words, to move forward in God, you can't compromise in God. Can I get a witness in the house today? You can't be compromising God's word. Oh, well, I can do a little of this. I can do a little of that. God won't. God doesn't mind. No, no. God sees everything that we do. And we got to walk upright before God. If you're going to move forward to God, you must walk upright before God. Can I get a witness in the house today? We must walk upright. In other words, get rid of anything that might be sin in our life that might cause us to slow down our our moving towards the goal that God has for us. Can I get a witness? And if you're going to move forward in God, amen, uh, so you press in and you keep pressing in to to receive more and be filled with God. Uh, Number four, to keep moving forward in God, you got to keep the switch of faith turned on. What does that mean? you got to keep expecting that God's going to do something every day of your life. you got to live a life of expectation. What do I mean by that? I mean this. You know, some people believe, and I don't believe this, but some people believe we're going to, uh, uh, some Christians believe that, 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 that the body of Christ will go through the tribulation before Jesus comes. Uh, they're expecting the Antichrist before they're expecting Jesus Christ. But I'm going to expect Jesus Christ before the Antichrist. And I'm believing that Jesus is coming back. Not, not, not for a beat up church. Not for a church that's beat to heck. 
No, he's coming back for a glorious church with her out spot or wrinkle, full of love and faith, doing the works of Jesus. He's not coming up for a beat up bride. And you can study out the, the ten virgins and you found out that five out of ten, they were ready and they had their oil filled. And I'm telling you, if you're going to be ready and be rapture ready, you better have your oil filled and you keep having your oil filled by moving close to God. So, so, so you can't give up hope. I like what it says in Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with some of your heart. That's right, with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to Him. I love that. And he will make your path straight. So, 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 so if we're going to move forward, we keep the switch of faith turned on. How do you keep the switch of faith turned on? By trusting God. Amen. When things don't look right. When things don't look like they're working out right. Trust God anyway. Joseph trusted God when things didn't look right. But you know what? He kept trusting God and things went from good to worse. From Potiphar's house to the prison. But it went, and sometimes when you're trusting God to move forward, sometimes it may look like it's getting worse. Because the devil's going to try to shake some things up. He's going to try to discourage us. But I'm going to say be bold, be strong, be courageous, for you will possess your inheritance. Somebody say be bold, be strong. For the Lord thy God is with thee. <laughs> Amen. I am not afraid. <laughs> I'm not dismayed. Because <laughs> we're walking in faith and victory. Amen. And we have to keep walking in faith by trusting God. Number five, we keep moving forward in God when we, when we stay strengthened and waiting on the Lord. In Psalms 127, it says 13 and 14, I would have lost hope unless I believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So, so I love that because uh, the psalmist saying he would have lost heart unless he believed he would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. In other words, God is good. God is merciful. And his goodness are running after you if you trust him. Amen. And if you wait upon the Lord. And we know in Isaiah it says that he gives power in 40, 29, and 31. He gives power to the weak, to those who have no might. He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. I love that. If you're going to move uh, forward in God, you have to learn to wait on the Lord. In other words, wait on his timing. I'm going to say it again. There's a timing for success in God. And we have to learn to wait on his timing. And when he tells us it's time, then we move forward. There's a place in God where he's preparing us for promotion. I'm going to say it again. There's a place in God where he's preparing us for promotion. Some of us aren't ready for the promotion quite yet, but we're getting there. 
Somebody say, I'm getting there. And, and in the waiting stage of our life, and we hate to wait, but in the waiting stage in our life, God is preparing us through the processes of preparation so he can perform his miracles. Do you believe that today? And he's preparing us. Say he's preparing me. Amen. So we, we wait upon the Lord. So, so if we're going to move, and I'm going uh, to switch gears a little bit, and I'm going to talk to you about prayer and what you should be praying to move forward. I haven't talked about prayer. It's fasting and prayer. This is my last message in sort of the series. But, but you need to learn to start praying for blessings. I call it the prayer blessing. Now let's look at this because it's in 1 Chronicles 4, 9 and 10. It says, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me, enlarge my territory, let your hand be with me, keep me from harm, so that I may be free from pain. And I love this part of it. And God granted his request. Now, now, if you study this out in Chronicles, that's a hard book to read because it's, 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 it's talking about genealogies of families. And you're reading all these names in Chronicles. And you can almost fall asleep by reading these names. And you're reading this begot this person, this begot this person. You're like, oh, God, help me. So it's not the easiest place to read your Bible. And I would not have you start a Bible study in Chronicles. But in, in Chronicles, uh, the author, which is the Holy Spirit, uh, uh, wanted to focus on this man, Jabez. And, and, and out of all these names, Jabez kind of came, came out uh, as being a predominant person. And Jabez prayed a prayer. And this is interesting. It says that Jabez was more honorable than his brother's. He was an honorable person. And I'm going to say this. If you're going to move forward in God, you must be an honorable person. You must be a person that honors God's word over your opinion. You must be a person that honors God's word over your feelings. You must be a person that, in other words, you must be a doer of God's word. If you're not a doer of your God's word, you're not blessed. Somebody that honors God and his word obeys God and obeys his word. And they build their house on the rock. And when the storms come, your house will remain standing. Can I get a witness in the house today? And so he was an honorable person. He revered God. He obeyed God. And that really caused him to stand out. Amen. And then he prayed, God, bless me indeed. Bless me. And some of you might say, well, there's many blessings and there are many blessings in the Bible. But what is the blessing upon all blessings, the prayer that you need to be praying, the blessing prayer and I'm going to say this, the reason why some of us may not be that blessed, because we have not, because we ask not. The Bible says, ask, seek, and knock, or seek, ask, and knock, amen? Or it's somewhere like that. And so we need to be asking, seeking, and knocking. We need to ask God for his, 
for, for his uh, blessing on our life. And what is the blessing that you ask for gold and silver? No. I mean, it's nice. I mean, it, you could ask him for that. But what's greater? Can I get out of my seat this morning? What's greater than money? What's greater than gold and silver? Favor. Favor. That's what you need to be praying to God, is you need to be asking God for his favor in your life. Every day, say, God, give me favor with the people I work with. Give me favor with my family members. Give me favor with my neighbors. Give me favor, Lord. Amen. In other words, the Bible says that God has the hearts of the kings in his hands and he can turn their hearts wherever they're And there are kings, there are people that, that have means, they have abilities. And if you're asking God for favor, he moves on somebody that's a king that can grant you a request that you're believing God for. So you're not going to get through this life without some connections. Can I get a witness in the house today? And God wants us to connect us to some kings. Maybe some people that own some real estate. Because we're believing for real estate. All we need is favor with a king. Somebody that owns something. Somebody that may own a building. That may want to give us a building. What, pastor? Like I preached a few weeks. Why not me? (laughs) Why not you? Why not? If you're walking with God and you love God and you're sold out to God, why not you? Somebody say, why not me? me? Amen. And so you need to be praying for favor. In Proverbs 22, 1, a good, if you're moving, going to move forward, you've got to have favor. In Proverbs 22, 1 says this, a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches and love and favor rather than silver and gold. Think about that. So what am I saying? Don't pray for money. Pray for favor. (laughs) Because people, God can move on the kings that have money. Money's not going to make you happy. Only God's going to make you happy. And you can be happy in the state that you're in. But God doesn't mind us asking God to move us further, closer to him, uh, increase us so that we can be a greater blessing. Amen. And number two, uh, Jabez prayed, and this is what you need to be praying. God, give me favor. Number two, enlarge my territory. What do I mean by enlarge my territory? It's more than getting uh, your, your land, getting more land or real estate. Enlarge my territory is that you want to be a person of influence. God, make me a person of influence that I can influence somebody for God. So I can influence somebody for good. Enlarge my territory. Uh, In other words, God said uh, to Abraham, one of the promises to Abraham, uh, the blessing promise, was that he was going to make Abraham's name great. What? Are you serious, Pastor? Yes. You you set out to make Jesus' name great, and he will make your name great. In other words, you will get a great name. Can I get a witness in the house today? And so I love that. So, 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 so really enlarge my territory. Lord, help me to have more influence so I can bring people closer to you. Amen? And so, and so uh, then he says, Lord, let your hand be upon me. What does that mean? 
you know, I, I, you, you may have heard this. Oh, God's hand is on your life. Have you ever heard that? God's hand is on that person's life. That means God's anointing is on your life. You need to start praying God for greater anointing. You, you, you should, I hope you, you, you're writing this down and you need to start praying God. If you're going to move forward, you need to start praying God that God will bless you with favor, glory to God. Uh, you need a, that God will bless you with influence, glory to God. And, and then God will bless you with greater anointing. And I'm telling you, it's the anointing that destroys the yoke of bondage. In Genesis 39.3, it says, I, and this is talking about Joseph, and his master saw the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did prosper in his hand. So this is interesting, that Joseph was under Potiphar's rulership, and because he was sold into slavery, now he was sold to Potiphar's household. And Potiphar saw the anointing, on Joseph's life. Potiphar actually saw the tangible anointing on Joseph's life. And, and, and he saw that. And, and, and it showed that, that God made uh, Joseph to prosper. The anointing will make you prosperous. The anointing of God will prosper you in this life. Do you believe that today? I love what it says in Psalms 92.10. But my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. I love that. So when you're, when the Bible, when you talk about the horn being exalted, that, that means that you're, you're, go, you're rising up. You're going to the next level. When your horn is exalted, people are seeing God on your life. And I love this. He says, I have been anointed with fresh oil. When you're praying for God's anointing on your life, ask God for a fresh anointing to be placed on your life. You can't go with yesterday's anointing. You can't go with last week's anointing. You need a fresh anointing today because there's because higher levels, higher devils. I'm going to say it again. Higher levels, higher devils. In other words, the devil's going to try to stop you in your tracks, but you need the anointing to cause you to stomp on his head. Glory to God. To crush his head, glory to God. Higher levels, higher devils, but greater anointing. Can somebody say greater anointing? Amen. And then, then, uh, then we need to be praying that, that you keep me from all harm. In other words, uh, Jabez said, keep me from harming people or keep me from uh, evil or doing evil. Keep me from evil, Lord, and keep me from do- doing evil. I love this because it's in Matthew six thirteen when Jesus taught his disciples to pray. And in part of the Lord's prayer, it says in Matthew six thirteen, do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. So, so we need to be praying, if we're going to move forward, that God leads us not into temptation, but he delivers us from the evil one. Glory to God. And then we know this, that, that, that then he prayed that, that he would not experience any pain. Glory to God. As a result of him praying these prayers, and you're walking in the anointing, and you're walking in the favor, and you're walking in God's grace, it's going to be difficult for you to experience pain that the devil wants to inflict on your life. 
He may afflict some pain, but you're not going to feel it. He may be afflicting some pain, but you're not. You're going to just brush it off. Yeah, you may experience some pain, but you're going to walk through the fire, glory to God, without your clothes smelling like smoke. You might experience some pain in your life, but you're just, people aren't going to see it because you're not going to be talking about it. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Yes, there might be some pain that we may go through, but I'm telling you, pleasure is on the other side of pain. Do you believe that today? And so as we, as we focus on these keys of moving forward, and, and I just want to encourage you also to, to pray the Ephesian prayers along with the prayer of Jabez. You start praying the Ephesian prayers that we have out there, that God, will, the glory, will give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, and understand and be enlightened, that you may know as a hope of His calling and the riches and glory of His inheritance and the exceeding greatness of His power towards you that believes. You start asking God and making that prayer personal to yourself that, that He will root and ground you in His love. And you start praying these two prayers every day. I guarantee it. You're going to move forward in God. You're going to be a person. You're you're not going to be an echo in this life. You're going to be a voice in this life. You're going to have something to say. And when you have something to say, people will listen to you. Can I get a witness in the house today? And God's moving us forward. Regardless of what it looks like. God's moving Exceed Life Church forward in 2024. I, what I'm talking about, I'm not just talking about just the institution, Exceed Life. I'm talking about he's moving you forward. Amen. You are Exceed Life Church. Exceed to go beyond the measure of limitations. In other words, God's causing us to be unlimited this year. Do you believe that today? In other words, nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop you. God is causing us to track and to move forward in Him. Did you receive it today? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Father, I thank You that You are moving supernaturally in our lives. I thank You, Father God, that that You are giving us favor and grace and and wisdom and guidance. and, And Father, as we trust in You, Father, I'm asking that You would reveal Your truth to each person today. And maybe you're listening or watching and you haven't made Jesus the Lord of your life. Well, today is the day of salvation. So you need to ask him to come into your life. You may not have another chance. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And if you're ready to receive Christ, just pray this simple prayer. And mean your heart. Say, dear God, I believe Jesus, you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you were raised from the dead for my justification. Today, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for saving me. And Heavenly Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you for listening to this message. For more information, visit us at ExceedLifeChurch.org 